0: Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Callie.
0: And I'm her dad.
1: And this is episode 69, Phineas and Ferb's Guanta Boogaloo. You had to teach me how to say that name before we recorded.
0: You said it just fine. Okay,
1: good. So this is the one where they're taking a trip to the future.
0: And then lots of stuff happens with time travel. It's a really uh, well-put-together episode with uh, all the back-and-forth and changing time and doubling back on themselves. Uh, you know, there's really no point in me even trying to describe all of those details. I will say that there are a few things that I liked in particular, a, a couple of bits in particular. Like there was the bone in the future, Linda sees that bone. And then in the past, she's like, oh, look, they're putting this big bone here. So, those things, the, all the comments the janitor makes, the dump. This is a good place for a dump, <laughs> and uh, the fact that we see the roller coaster a couple times, the logical inconsistency with there being two Candices, and then the abrupt elimination of that inconsistency, and then, uh, well, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and work through this now. So, Isabella, at the very end of the episode, over the credits,
1: she goes to where the boys first wanted to say, let's go in the future. And then she was like, you don't have to. Here you go.
0: It seems to me that that little bit right there undoes all of the time travel logic up to that point. Like it all was hanging together. But if Isabella pops in from the future and gives them the tool, then they never went to the future, taking Isabella to the future with them, and got the tool, and none of that stuff ever actually happened. Right? Right? So that part that just makes this part where Isabella pops in a bit of a continuity error.
1: Uh plot twist.
0: Um yeah, not exactly a plot twist okay. though. Well, anyway. Uh it also I think the main purpose was to open up the possibility for them to do a time travel episode in the future. To the future in the future. And do they? I don't know. You don't remember? I don't know. I I also don't know.
1: The formula was a six. I'm surprised about that because I would have assumed it's like a four or two. I don't know. We have, I know what we're going to do today. Where's Perry? What you doing? And Linda's da- daily whatever, whatever. Except
0: that that's the future Linda. We know what the future Linda was doing. We don't know what Linda was doing in the original timeline. Yeah. We know well, what she was doing in the past with the roller coaster and in the future, but not in the, the, the center we timeline. We had a song. Had two, in fact.
1: Today's going to be a great day?
0: Well, no, that's just the name of the opening, the theme song. The opening song.
1: Charmed Life by David
0: Go ahead and sing a little bit of it. (laughs) 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 It's been a sweet life. Something like that. No, so it was basically another verse that the today is going to be a great day. They actually had Bowling for Soup appearing as themselves to play that second verse of the theme song.
1: It would have been which funny. Which we have the first had,
0: verse of over the opening of the show. The title sequence.
1: It would have been funny to have Love Handle. I mean, they are Bowling of Soup. I guess. It's
0: true. The the lead singer of Bowling for Soup is the lead singer for Love Handle in the show. It would
1: just be funny that Love Handle was older in, in that time period.
0: It would be. That's not what happened.
1: I mean, it was still pretty good. Just that was better.
0: So we had a recurring gag also.
1: Aren't you a little young to? Yes. Yes, we are. And are you a little young to is to be time travelers. I don't remember where that is. Where is it?
0: Uh, That was when the Phineas and Ferb actually (laughs) met their mom in the future.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: And uh, we also had some first-time guest stars. These are not like A-list guest stars like we, you normally get. They are basically Disney Channel kids who are uh, starring on other shows. Yeah, yeah. now they're close to adults. So the voice of Amanda was Jennifer Stone, who is better known for being on The Wizards of Waverly Place. Fred was Moises Arias, who's better known for being on Hannah Montana. And Xavier was Noah Monk, or Munk, who is better known for being on iCarly.
1: As Gibby. And while we were looking that name up, the recommended as people also ask, is Gibby dead?
0: What was the answer? No. We don't don't know for sure, to be honest. Those guest stars contain some of the uh, references and callbacks in this episode. There are several.
1: Kat has always said what she was going to have kids, she was going to name them Amanda and Xavier, and she did. Yeah. But where did Fred come from? Well,
0: she must have had a third kid. Or maybe he was just uh, the next-door neighbor.
1: No, I think they're brothers.
0: Other callbacks included, uh, mostly came during the longer version of the opening there, that today is going to be a great day, when they mention the roller coaster and the chariots and the portal to Mars and the time machine, of course. They mention the time machine and and in callback several times. And then there is also a Lindana reference. Really? When adult Candace went to see her mom the first time, and she said she had to get going because she was having her come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back to her. One more and she gets a free pie. Yes, a free pie. Well, Callie, why don't we move on to our top five moments Not of the top episode? Three, top five. Yes, because it was a double episode, back to back double episodes. Yeah. My number five is All the Joes. There's...
1: Hi, Joe. Hello, Joe. I'm going to start calling you a mom, Joe.
0: You haven't seen my wife, Joe, or my friends, Joe and Joe, have you? Well, thanks anyway, Joe.
1: Yeah. Imagine having, I said this to Dad, imagine having two twin sisters. And you let's just say a guy's dating one of them. And since everyone's named Joe, how would you tell which one's your girlfriend? And then you end up marrying them both.
0: You'd have to yeah, they're right. It'd be all be or very pick confusing. Your favorite. It'd all be very confusing. In his song too, I liked Doofenshmirtz's line where he says you're the proletariat and baby I'm the bourgeoisie, which I thought was a funny enough. I was gonna make some comment to Callie about it, and then he says,
1: "Look it up, Joe."
0: And the, that part was funny too. I don't get it. It's okay. Why? Well, it has to do with uh, the, the middle class and French society and the 18th century, and maybe you can do a go do a research project for social studies and uh, look it up ha, for yourself. Ha,
1: ha, ha, ha. No.
0: Just look it up, Joe.
1: My number five is when older Candace says to Phineas and Ferb, be nice to your sister. And then younger Candace says, yeah, be nice to your sister. That was it.
0: My number four is the multiple times that Xavier and Fred talk about sitting next to each other. I'm sitting under this tree, this digital tree, and I'm sitting next to him. I'm sitting on it right now. I'm sitting next to it. That was on my short list. Every time they said it, it just got funnier. Well, it actually followed one of those comedic curves. So it starts off, it was amusing the first time, and then a little less amusing, and then a little less amusing, and then it's like, really? But if you hang with it long enough, and you keep making the joke, eventually it ends up as funny as it was to begin with, or even funnier. In this case, it was even funnier.
1: How? That's
0: in my opinion.
1: Okay. I mean, number is... <laughs> I wrote down dino foot. So when they were getting the bone installed in the museum, they were like, what kind of animal was that? And they just showed them this little tiny dinosaur with this huge foot. And they get stomped on by a T-Rex.
0: That was pretty good. I didn't write it down.
1: And he couldn't run because his, you know, foot was so big. Yes.
0: I should have written it down, though. It should have made my short list. But I forgot about it. My number three is when old Doofenshmirtz and old Perry are playing checkers and Perry has fallen asleep and Doofenshmirtz is trying to cheat and Perry digs his dentures <laughs> out of the cup and throws it at Doofenshmirtz and it attaches to his eye. He is ah,
1: ah, ah. So my number three is Can when Phineas says, Candice, you're older and there's two of you.
0: Right. I think that the there's two of you part should have come first, right? If that's the thing that's more remarkable. Candace, why are there two of you? And why are you older? My number two is simply or Ferb. <laughs> so it's when uh, Amanda is talking to adult Candace and says something about that being Uncle Ferb. No. No.
1: Uncle, Uncle Phineas.
0: And then... Aunt Isabella. And so... Isabella says to Candace, young Candace, sitting in the time machine, Did you hear that? She called me Aunt Isabella. That means I'm going to marry Phineas. And then Candace is like, or Ferb. And then Ferb goes.
1: My number two is when Candace goes to try to bust the boys. So she goes to her future mom in the future. And she says, Mom, you're so...
0: Don't say it. Don't, you don't have to say that word. And then Phineas comes in and says, Mom, you're so old. <laughs> That's my number one.
1: My number two is what I literally wrote down. Mom, you're so old. <laughs> I did
0: I did like the way that Candace's mouth is going, Oh, she's trying not to say it.
1: My number one, I guess, is when they keep using the time machine, The janitor says, sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. What do I care?
0: So, again, I thought this was a really nicely well put, nice and well...
1: Really well put together.
0: Yes, I really thought this was a well put together episode. And it really holds together, except for that last little bit with Isabella. But maybe you think, no, this is how the Isabella scene fits right in and there are no... Time travel inconsistencies. And if you have uh, a way to explain that, you can let us know by sending us an email to
1: CallieInardet at gmail.com.
0: Yes, yeah, so we do actually have two other verb lines. First, when Candace goes running off as like a, like a nut job as a teenager,
1: well, at least we know she mellows with age.
0: And then at the very end, when Isabella comes in and there's that little bit that doesn't quite fit in with the rest of the the nicely sewn together time travel, Phineas says, well, now we don't have to go to the future. And Ferb says,
1: some other time, perhaps.